Hi, my gems. Niara Jasmine here, and you are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast. In this space, we have candid conversations about mental health, mental wellness, trauma, healing, and the other hard stuff we don't like to talk about. Always remember, you are still growing and still learning daily, and you are never alone. So grab your tea or your wine, sit back and relax, and let's get started. Hi, my gems. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. So today we're going to be talking about something that unfortunately I know all too well and a lot of you might be able to understand and or relate to and that is survival mode and living in survival mode. What is survival mode? Why do people live in survival mode? How do you know you're living in survival mode? How do you not live in survival mode? That's the goal because living in survival mode is exhausting and it's not a fun way to live and If you know, you know. Hopefully you don't, but if you know, you know. So what exactly is survival mode? What does it even mean to be living in survival mode? Essentially, if you've experienced trauma or during times of crisis or chaos, we enter something called survival mode. When we're experiencing stress at like, especially at like high levels, our brains function in a different capacity. So when something happens, our brain is like, oh no, we're in danger. Your fight or flight response is triggered and then our brains are like, okay, we have to protect ourselves. We have to get out of this situation. And you go into this survival state. Now, while it's a good thing, you know, we do have our fight or flight responses, of course, a lot of times, especially if you've had a traumatic childhood or you've had traumatic experiences, a lot of times this flight or fight response and being in survival mode is triggered for what we perceive as threats that may not actually be threats, especially if you're living in survival mode. And when you're stuck in this survival state, you're not living. You're basically just trying to get by day by day. And that's not a healthy way to operate. It's just not. And when you're in survival mode, you're so focused on protecting yourself and staying safe that you might end up missing out on opportunities or not taking risks or not going with the flow or anything that involves like actually living. You might be avoidant of that just because you are stuck in this survival state like, nope, I have to protect myself. This can happen. That can happen. Or this has happened. That has happened. And that's why it's really not productive to leading and living a healthy life. You're stopping yourself and instead of thriving, you're focused on only surviving. It's almost like you're on autopilot and you're not really here. You're not really present. You're not in the moment. And like I said, for someone who has experienced trauma, because your brain is trying to protect you from what is perceiving to be a danger to you, it's going to go into survival mode. And when you're triggered, there's like an alarm that'll like run through your brain And it makes you go into the fight, flight, or freeze, whatever. And that's living in survival mode. And a lot of people who are living in survival mode or just struggling with living in survival mode have experienced some form of trauma or chaos or crisis at some point in their lives. So just to recap, survival mode is basically a fear-based, stress-based kind of mental space that you enter or that your brain enters into when your fight or flight response is triggered. 
And it can be triggered by anything. You don't know what triggers you until it triggers you. And that's why, you know, so many of us live in survival mode and we don't even recognize that we're living in survival mode or we react to certain things and wonder why we have these reactions. And we later realize, oh, it's because we're living in survival mode. So what are some signs that you are living in survival mode? And honestly, this is not going to look the same for everyone, nor do these things have to be happening simultaneously for you to be in survival mode. Just want to put that out there. So like I said earlier, when you're living in survival mode, you're not living. You're more so existing. You're just here. You're kind of coping. So one sign that you might be living in survival mode is that very, very little things set you off and you tend to have an overreaction to things. And so this is the one sign that made me realize that I was living in survival mode and that I was being triggered by little things just because of my past trauma experiences. So for this, you could be like overly sensitive and that's not to minimize your feelings or your reactions to things, but you could be overly sensitive or like hypersensitive and kind of blow things out of your proportion if things are not going your way. Like your reactions might not seem appropriate to whatever the thing that's triggering you is. And that's how you know you're kind of in like a survival mode type of mindset. You know, you can be irritable and snappy and angry for something very, very small. So recently, I got very, 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 very angry with a loved one. And now that I've looked back on it and I processed it with my therapist, I was really overreacting. And I'm not one to minimize other people's feelings or my own, but this was definitely an overreaction because I was triggered. And so my brain said, we are in danger. We are not safe here. Let's react. And my reaction was anger that was completely over the top and unnecessary. Like I was livid, livid. And Now that I think about it, it's like, girl, like you were so angry for what? And so, you know, processing it, I remember my therapist literally said to me, she's like, Niara, you are safe now. You don't have to live in survival mode anymore. So basically my survival mode reaction, I felt like I was being abandoned and that triggered my abandonment issues. And that caused me to react in a way that was completely out of proportion like just blown out of proportion and that caused a level of anger that was very concerning like I had to take a step back and it was to the point where like I was ready to x people out of my life like x this loved one out of my life over something that literally was not that deep why because I was in survival mode so like you're having these reactions these are also called trauma responses as well and honestly well at least in my experience You don't know what your trauma responses are until they happen. So I didn't know that like the reason I got so angry was because this triggered me and I felt like how I felt when I was a little girl when, you know, the traumatic experience happened to me. So it's like, although what I was angry about wasn't that serious and it really wasn't that deep. And now that I look back at it, it literally was something so silly, but my brain went into survival mode my brain said oh no we're not safe something is happening to us we're in danger we're in danger react and that was my reaction and that's why it's so important to be aware of when you are living in survival mode and and what triggers you because I was really about to lose people that I really care about just because 
my brain went into survival because I was triggered and I did not know why I was triggered. I had to really talk about it and unpack it. But before even talking about it with my therapist, I was really on some like, nope, I don't care. I'm good by myself. You know, I was born by myself. I'm my only child. I don't need anybody. And it's like, girl, that is literally coming from a place of you trying to protect yourself so that way you don't get hurt. Get hurt by what? We don't know. Nothing is happening that's going to hurt you right now. But when your brain is in that space, that's not how you're thinking. You're thinking like, nope, people are out to get me. Nope, this person's trying to hurt me. This is happening. That's happening. Like you're, you're like almost kind of paranoid in a sense. And it's just like you don't have to live that way. That's not a healthy way to be living. That's not a healthy way to think. That's not a healthy way to handle conflict or to handle something that you don't like. That's just not productive. And that's no way to live. It's actually very exhausting. And then some other signs include you always being tired or having low energy or you getting sick a lot, having headaches a lot or physical pain. And now for me, and I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I kind of have a physical feeling like this sign exactly when I'm in survival mode, like my chest always feels very tight and heavy, like there's something or someone standing on it. Like I always feel that way. I get really, really bad headaches. And that's how I know like, okay, boom, something is not right in my body. Like something is not okay. Or you might have constant body aches like in your shoulders or your back or anything like that. And now that's a sign like your brain is not functioning in the capacity that it's supposed to be functioning and you're having physiological symptoms because of that. You might also always feel like you're in a constant state of stress like all the time. You might also feel unsafe. Even if you are physically safe, you don't feel safe. So like if y'all listened to the last episode and if you haven't already, go do it. But when I was describing um, not feeling secure because of the situation with the apartments and the book lies and all this stuff, I constantly felt like I was not safe. I did not feel secure. And I knew I was living in survival mode because I was in a constant state of stress. Like I would wake up, my chest is tight, my head is hurting. I don't feel secure. I don't feel safe. Like I knew I was living in survival mode. And then another sign too, that you could be living in survival mode. You might have panic attacks and anxiety attacks more frequently. And it might be over things that you wouldn't normally have these reactions to, like so something that might be considered small or minuscule. So another sign that you might be living in survival mode is that you don't have like any interest or passion in anything anymore. Like you're just basically going through the motions without any type of feelings of satisfaction or fulfillment or anything like that. Now, for me, like I said, when I was going through everything, I knew I was in survival mode because I just kind of know when I'm not myself, um, just from self-awareness. And to be honest, I felt like I was living in survival mode up until maybe about mm, a month ago. Like this is still very recent. And sometimes I still kind of jump back into survival mode if I'm triggered. But I remember we were doing our lab check-in and my mentor asked us, you know, like, how's everyone feeling? Like, what's going on? And the analogy that I used was that I don't even feel like I'm fighting anymore. So I was about to say I'm drowning. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm not even drowning because at least when people are drowning, you're still fighting to stay afloat. I was like, I'm just sinking at this point. Like, I've given up. I'm, I'm not even drowning. I'm just sinking. And so I was in survival mode then because like I just had 
no energy, no desire, no fight in me, nothing. It was just like blank. And I don't know, in the last episode I said, you know, I was kind of sinking into a depression. Like it wasn't a depression. It was more so like I'm on autopilot because I'm in survival mode because at this point I'm not living, I'm existing because I don't feel safe and I don't feel secure. You could also notice that you have a change in your memory, like you're having a hard time remembering situations or things that happen throughout the day. You know, you might feel more tired, you might be sleeping more, you might be sleeping less. You're very emotionally reactive. You know, you get, like I mentioned earlier, you get upset about very small things. You know, you could be neglecting to take care of your basic needs. You might also notice that you're impulsive or you're just doing things that you wouldn't normally do. Another sign that you could be living in survival mode is that you might also feel really alone and hopeless and helpless, even if you do have people around you and people to support you and people who do love you. So when I was going through like everything, I felt so alone. And I had people, I have people, I have amazing friends, you know, very supportive parents. I had people, but that did not stop the feeling of feeling so alone. Like they were not physically with me. They're in New York, you know, I'm in Georgia and even my lab sisters, I had my lab sisters, but that didn't mean anything because I still felt so alone and so hopeless and that's how I'm like all right you are literally not yourself like you are not living you are just here and it was hard and it still is really hard to shake that so those are just some of the signs and there are a lot more but those are just to name a few and to be completely transparent I'm still working on some of these things especially like my reactions to things and and working on not overreacting or not taking things so personally or not letting things trigger me. Like I constantly have to tell myself I'm safe. I don't have to be in survival mode. I say that every day, honestly, because it's just like you have to kind of remind yourself like you're safe. Like you don't have to live this way. This is not a way to live. There's no way to live. You know, you have to tell yourself that because at the end of the day, you can speak to whoever you want to speak to. You can speak to whatever therapist you want to speak to, your friends, your family, whoever. But at the end of the day, it's your brain that is processing things a certain type of way that's making you be in survival mode. So you have to get inside and put it in your head that you're safe and that you're okay and that you don't have to live this way. You don't have to. So with all that being said, how do we get out of survival mode? So first things first, I just want to say it's not easy. So if this is something that you are currently struggling with or dealing with, please be gentle with yourself. Please be patient with yourself because this is really not easy. Like healing trauma is not easy. Okay. It's not, it's never going to be easy. Unfortunately, sorry. It's hard for all of us. And if this is something that you struggle with, you are not alone. So first things first, acknowledge it. And that's a simple statement, but sometimes you don't even realize that you are living in survival mode until somebody points it out. I only realize because I've been in survival mode before, so I know how I get and I also know how I operate when I'm normally myself and I'm functioning normally. So that's why I realized. But the first time I realized that I was in survival mode, somebody pointed that out to me. That's when I first learned about what survival mode is and everything started clicking. And I'm like, 
oh, traumas, triggered, trauma responses, everything started to click. So first things first is acknowledge it. If you don't have a therapist, y'all know I always say I really, 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 really recommend, even if you think, you know, you don't need it or you don't have anything to talk about, I really recommend a therapist. I truly do, you know, because you just need that unbiased outlook. So definitely the first thing is you're going to have to acknowledge it. You're going to have to recognize that what you're doing and how you're operating is in survival mode and it is not in your best interest. So that's the first step. Secondly, you have to connect with yourself, whatever that means for you. So when I am in survival mode, I realize that I am detached not only from myself, but from everyone else. So you have to connect with yourself. Ask yourself what it is that you need. I always say like, check in with yourself. What is it that you need? So like, for example, when I notice that something is triggering me or that I'm triggered or that I'm having a certain reaction that I would not normally have, I have started to stop and take a second like, okay, what is really happening here? So like, even with the situation with my loved one, when I was pissed, I was so angry. I was like, okay, why are you really this angry? What does this anger really mean? Turns out it's sadness. Why is it sadness? Because you feel X, Y, Z. Break that down with yourself. How are you feeling? What needs are not being met right now that you feel you have to be in survival mode? Is it your basic needs? Is it your connection? Is it like what needs are not being met for you that you are in this survival type of mindset? Really sit and think about it and talk to yourself and figure out what it is that you need. Connect back with yourself. And what follows with that is connecting with others. Reach out to people that you trust. Reach out to people that you love and who love you. Reach out to the people that pour into you and that who you can pour back into. Reach out to your support. And if you don't have any support, reach out to one of the mental health hotlines. You know, reach out to speak to someone. You know, just for the moment, even if it's for a second, but connect with others again. I will also say... And this is so important is that you have to be gentle with yourself and you have to be kind with yourself. Healing trauma is not easy. Like I said before, it's never going to be easy. And so if you're already dealing with something that's difficult and then on top of that, you're not being kind to yourself, like why would you want to continue doing it? That doesn't even make any sense. So literally be patient with yourself. This shit is hard. It's not easy. Also, I don't care if you have to do it every minute of the day, remind yourself and remind yourself over and over and over and over again that you are safe. You hear me? You are safe now. You do not have to live in survival mode. You are safe. You are safe. Whatever you experienced that traumatized you or that was traumatic for you or chaotic or just too much for you, you're not experiencing that anymore. You're not. You're safe. You're safe so you can relax. You can let your guard down. You can live. You don't have to just exist anymore. You don't have to do what you have to do to get by anymore. You don't have to do that. Live and thrive, not survive. <laughs> Sorry. On a serious note, though, you really have to take care of yourself. Also, and just to wrap this up, Give yourself the space to heal and feel, you know, let yourself feel the things that you are feeling. If something is triggering you, it's triggering you because you have not dealt with it. And maybe you might not know what it is, but it is your job to figure it out 
and to allow yourself the space to heal from whatever it is that is triggering you. Because we don't want it where you're constantly going into survival mode. That means you're in a constant state of stress. That's not okay. That's not okay. It's not going to benefit you, not only mentally, but physically either. That's not healthy. So give yourself the proper space to heal and to understand what it is that you're experiencing. Give yourself time to process. Give yourself time to get through these things. And lastly, focus on your well-being and things and people that make you feel good and make you feel safe as well. Okay? The goal is for us to move out of survival mode. And like I said, if this is something that you are struggling with, you are not alone. I promise I'm literally, literally doing the same exact thing. Literally. I promise you are not doing this by yourself. So that's all I have for y'all today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And also tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you for tuning in. Gardenia blessings to each of you.